Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com. We're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could join us as well. There is a lot of conversation that's been taking place in the world, especially in the United States, about education, the things that are happening inside and outside of the schools, and the challenges that schools face. But our next guest has written a book that reminds us of the powerful things that can come out of school, things that I remember from myself that helped me get to where I am today. I'm excited to welcome award-winning educator and author, Dr. Kathleen Corley, to our broadcast today. She's the author of the new book, The Magical Place We Call School, Creating a Safe Space for Learning and Happiness in a Challenging World. We'll talk to Dr. Corley not only about the writing of this book, but also what she hopes you're able to take away from it, especially kind of looking at the world where we are today, but also with the conversation she hopes you're able to have as well. Dr. Corley, thank you again for the time. Really do appreciate it. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it. Dr. Corley, this book, I think, is it cannot be more timely, and I think mainly because, unfortunately, in the world that we live in now with the 24-hour news cycle, and there's so much that is sensationalized, this book reminds us of the great things that comes out of the school system. What has it been like for you to be able to have those conversations and to see the way that people are already responding to the book? It's been very rewarding. It's um, Some people have reacted the same way you have. Most people have in that they reflect back to when they were in school, whether it was a positive experience, a negative experience, somewhat mixed, but they think about what they enjoyed, what they took away from school, what the things were that really stuck with them. And I enjoy hearing their stories, too. So I have to ask you then about what inspired it, because as I mentioned, and I have to say, you know, I'm I'm turning 49 this year, and, and I remember when I graduated from high school, I knew I wanted to, to try to be part of what I experienced. And what I experienced here in the south in Mississippi where I live, Dr. Corley, is that we had visitors that come into our schools to really try to remind us of what we could do. You know, we were encouraged to be able to think big and, you know, to appreciate the importance of books and what they're able to learn. The world has definitely changed a lot. <laughs> in that amount of time. Um, but what was it that kind of inspired the magical place we call school? The inspiration was the flip side. There seemed to be so many people who um, kind of take shots at schools, have negative things to say, or they want their way to be the agenda for schools and don't seem to understand necessarily What's going on in schools? Um, that is, you, you don't throw rocks at something you don't understand. So we want to make sure that people do understand that it can be a magical place, that there are wonderful things that happen there. And we do have a lot of challenges. So sometimes people get hung up on the challenges and they don't see the beauty in what's happening in schools. So I wanted to share that. You say early on in the book something that I have found 
to be so true for myself, I even today, uh, you know, every year I go back into the school systems uh, here in my home state and, you know, do things with the kids. I even have appreciations that I do with Amazon for the teachers to show our appreciation for for them. But you say this, and and I want our audience to really think about what, what, you, what you wrote here. You said, the magic happens in the classroom. Once a principal truly understands this, his or her overarching mission becomes clear, remove any and all impediments between good teachers and good teaching. I think that is so true. I have seen that for myself, and Dr. Corley, for sure. What has that message been like for you to share? Sometimes um, teachers who don't experience that kind of climate, that kind of show of faith, show of love, support, say, no, that's, that's not, that, that's idealistic, that it, it can't be that way. Certainly can be that way. I've, I've been in a handful of schools being the principal, and I always know what it is that district office wants done, and the school board wants done, and the state wants done, and the feds want done. And somehow we find a way to make sure that the teachers are still supported in being creative, uh, making sure they have uh, enough discipline in the classroom, and I have to help with that, of course, to do what they need to do so they feel fulfilled. When you drive home at the end of the day and you think, we did, we did good stuff today, that's how teachers should feel every single day, and I try to make that happen as much as I can. It, a lot of it has to do with making sure that teachers are supported in what they do. If they need something, if we don't have money in the budget, find a way to make it happen. There are people who will help, just as you are with the Amazon thing. Mm -hmm. There are people out there who will help. They just need to know what it is you're asking for. And sometimes if you target a thing, we need these books for this particular thing, or we need people to come to our career day to explain how wonderful their career is and how important education is to that, to earning that, um, the right to have that job. Sometimes people say, oh, I, nobody asked. You know, uh, gee, if I knew, I, I would help. Well, we make sure they know so that it can be a community-wide thing. And it just takes off from there. I love that. And that communication is so important. One of the things we try to do here on the local level, Dr. Corley, is, is use our platform to invite the principals, invite the teachers even that are having things going on, the band the band directors, to, to share with the community things that we can do to be able to support them. I have to say as a side note, what I did not expect when I started reading your book, though, even though I – came into it thinking it's written for us on the outside, this has to be very reaffirming for teachers. Um, and, and I want to talk about that because you said something that is so important, and that is, of course, teachers have to feel that appreciation or else we're going to keep losing good teachers. Talk to us about that aspect of this, of this conversation about the magical place we call school and what you hope teachers who may have had to be a part of those challenges, what they hope they're able to be reinforced with, Dr. Corley, so that they will be able to stay there. Sure. Teaching is incredibly difficult. It, it used to be in the old, old, old days, if students were having trouble understanding the content, 
the teacher might talk with the parent about some things that could be done at home, but that's pretty much all that happened. That is, there wasn't a reading specialist who would pull the child off to the side for a, a few times a week or maybe uh, daily to help the child do what, what he or she needs to do to, to get back you know, uh, where they ought to be. But now we make sure that we're meeting the students where they are, which is really difficult to do. When we differentiate our instruction, we have to know what it is every child knows and is able to do and how we can help them get to a place where they're just a little bit better than they were yesterday. To be able to do that, teachers make tons of decisions every day about how much time to spend on something. How many children didn't get that thing? Should I back up? No, wait. Uh, well, I don't have enough time for it now. Can I find another time to make it happen? With all of that and the constraints of testing and constraints of making sure you're teaching to the curriculum because the test, if it's any good, is going to be testing that curriculum, those standards. With all of that, Teachers need as much support as possible. They need coaches, and we have one, an academic coach, who helps train teachers and helps us um, sharpen the saw, Stephen Covey would say. Um, they, they, need, they need more to do more. It's a Toni Morrison kind of thing. We didn't know better, but now we do, so we need to do better. Yeah. Such a great reminder for us. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Dr. Kathleen Corley to our broadcast today. We're talking with her about not only, of course, her, her own career of being an award-winning educator, but also her new book, The Magical Place We Call School, Creating a Safe Space for Learning and Happiness in a Challenging World. I, I, I think a book like this could not be more timely, Dr. Corley, and I think, too, as you're able to show communication is a big part of this, trust is a big part of this, but also it has to start somewhere. So for those who are just discovering your book and wondering how they can be a part of the solution instead of just talking about the problems, what would you say to them as they're approaching your book? If you're a parent, know what goes on in your local school. Ask for a tour. Ask to sit in the classroom. If you're uh, local school allows that. There shouldn't be an issue with it now if you, if you make an appointment. Uh, if you're a community member, do the same thing. Know what you're talking about when you come to a school. Uh, when you're talking about a school, you'll need to be conversant in what is happening. If you don't know, I think you'd be surprised at what is going on. If you're a teacher, how can, how can your team be a tighter team? How can your team make more of an impact for students? If the answers to some of those questions for teachers are, I need more help, then what would the nature of that help be? And who can you go to for that help? Your administrator should be the first person you go to. If your administrator is not approachable, you have a whole other kind of problem that may take a little bit more than just asking. But sometimes we don't ask the right questions when we need to. Sometimes uh, we're, someone's just waiting to assist or they don't know what they don't know. And as you say, communication is key. 
probably 90% of the bigger and medium-sized issues that we've ever had in any school I've been involved in. It's about communication. We're going to have a meeting with a couple of parents tomorrow who are very frustrated with us because their son keeps getting violations for not being responsible. And he's a fourth grader, and it's a big step between third grade and fourth grade. But he just seems to buck the system. And they're angry with us, not him right now. So we, we ask for them to come in so we could communicate all the places where we may have fallen apart. Um, it's, they're, they're not an easy couple in the first place because there isn't a lot of communication from them. But I think we'll come out of it knowing more about each other and what each other is looking for to help their son. Again, such an important conversation. I'm so glad that we have you on to be able to have this with us and to be able to talk about this book because I think it is something that is a great tool. And at a time where we hear so much negativity, to remind us that the school does allow a great opportunity for students uh, and also for the community, I should say. And I have to say, too, Dr. Corley, I would not be here without the teachers I had. I had a, a severe speech impediment going into middle school, and a teacher that I had was able to stay with me after school to work with me, and she was able to attend, in in 2015, my very first book signing. And it was one of the most remarkable things for me to be able to thank her publicly for helping me to achieve the things that I've been able to do. So I know these conversations are important. Again, the book is The Magical Place We Call School, Creating a Safe Space for Learning and Happiness in a Challenging World. It is available through your favorite local bookstore. You can also get the print and Kindle edition through our friends at Amazon.com. And Dr. Corley, what about yourself? How can they stay connected with you? Um, the magical place we call school.com or um, I, I don't have a, a, a book uh, Facebook page right now, but I have my personal one and it's Kathy Klebs Corley on Facebook and Corley.Kathy on Instagram. So I would be happy to hear from people. I'm setting up a blog so we can, uh, we can converse a little bit more, some of that communication we were talking about. And that's a great story about your speech person. That's awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And looking forward to our next chat together, Dr. Corley. Me too. Thanks. You're more than welcome. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. And let's go make today amazing. Take care. <laughs>